Welcome back, everybody, to episode 12 of Brave and Boss, the podcast. Today's episode is all about how to ask for help in your business. And this is a big one because I know that a lot of you out there don't like asking for help. And we're going to go into why that is and what you can do and what are some key resources you can use when you're feeling like you don't know what the heck is going on in your e-commerce business. So let's dig in. Welcome to Brave and Boss, a podcast for the purpose-driven founder who wants to grow their e-commerce business. I'm your host, Christy Sumer. I'm the CEO and founder of the Ethical Fashion Line Encircled, a conscious business coach and passionate about helping you break through your limits and build a brand that matters. Let's do this. Hello, thank you for joining episode 12. Uh, after a little bit of a break, I've returned back to podcasting. I think it's been a couple weeks since I recorded an episode, so thanks for sticking with me. It's been just a really busy time, and I actually came down with food poisoning. I don't know if you've ever had food poisoning, but it hasn't happened to me that much in my lifetime, and somewhat recently I've had it twice in the last six months, and both from sushi, and this time was the worst. I couldn't even function or move, and I was just throwing up all the time. And it was awful. And honestly, it knocked me out for a few days. I wasn't really that focused. So I apologize again for being just so behind on episodes, but I'm trying to batch record now. So I will be trying to release more episodes more frequently so that I can help you guys grow and scale your businesses. So today's episode, it's all about how to get help in your business. And when I'm talking about help, I mean, when you're feeling like in your business, you don't know what to do, you don't know where to go, you don't know what marketing tactics to do, you don't know what channels to pursue, you don't know how to launch your product, you don't know how to fire that employee, you don't know, you have some sort of problem. And I think a lot of us, especially I speak on behalf of women, and I think we have a tendency to go inwards and not reach out for help because sometimes it's for us, especially I think as entrepreneurs who may be full-time in our business or particularly for those who are part-time, you know, you don't want to let anybody know that your business isn't maybe doing so well or having a moment of struggle or you're having some challenges. There's a bit of saving face and a little bit of ego there. And I find that can often get in the way of your success because all of us at every single level in our business will face challenges. And I have to say that the challenges never go away. And when I talked to my men my old mentor about this, I asked her about this, like, does it ever get easier is basically what I asked her. And, and in the sense that like, does your business ever get like, just easy, like it just runs by itself, and you have no problems. And she's like, No, she's like, but the challenges get different. And that's the reality. There's always going to be things that come up in your business, whether and oftentimes you can't predict them. So the best thing you can do is deal with them. But what happens if you get a challenge in your business or a struggle or a situation and you don't know how to deal with it? And I'm talking to all you solo founders out there in particular, because I think we are a unique group, uh, whereas you often see in the tech space, there's a lot of co-founded businesses and you have another resource and somebody kind of as invested in the business as you to bounce ideas off and stuff like that. I'm talking more to those solo founders out there who are kind of running their own thing and you may or may not have a team, but I want to help you today by 
showing you why I think it's strong to reach out for help and show your vulnerabilities. And then also give you some suggestions on where you can go to get help and resources when you're facing a challenge in your business. Sound good? All right. So the first step, I think, is just admitting you need help. This is a struggle for me. I know in the past I've not wanted to admit that there's a problem. I'll often feel like there's a problem. For example, um, a couple years ago, I was having a lot of challenges with cash flow in my business, and I knew there was a problem, but instead of actually facing the problem, what I did was actually ignore the problem. So instead of looking at my financials, I decided to not look at my financials, which is the old, like, put your head in the sand technique that is very popular amongst a lot of people. Um, and I can tell you that while temporarily it feels good because you're not seeing what you're, you know, you can't see what you don't uh, look at. But then in the end of the day, the problem itself doesn't go away. So it's really a strategy about avoidance. And avoidance doesn't create um, solutions. It just creates temporary um, uh, bliss, I guess, from the issue. But it's still in the back of your mind. Um, so instead of doing that, what I wish I would have done was actually sat down and said, okay, what is actually causing my cash flow issues? And looked into it. And if I couldn't figure out what was actually the core drivers, perhaps I should have reached out to some resources that I would have had on hand. And those resources that you have on hand will be different for everybody. And it's definitely uh, varies by what stage of the business you're at. So at the stage my business is at right now, we have, I guess we have t- currently like 12 employees. I do have a, an investor, a minority investor in my business. I do have a um, mentor, um, non-paid, like a mentor program that I'm a part of, um, as well. I'm part of a few groups and stuff like that. And I have a mastermind that I'm a part of. So I have some resources, but how do you actually start forming those resources and who are the best people to go to when you have specific problems? So I think those are all things I want to cover in this episode to really feel, help you feel like you have somebody to talk to when these things happen and that that person isn't just Google. Because while a lot of stuff you can figure out on Google, um, not everything. And we also know, I think, that the information on Google is not always reliable. Um, so you can only take it sometimes with a grain of salt. So one thing I just mentioned that I think is important for you to get, no matter what level your business is at, is a mentor. And what is a mentor? Well, to me, a mentor is somebody who pretty much volunteers their time to coach you, like coach you on where you are in as a business owner, where you are in your business. And generally you can get these people through connections. You can reach out on something like LinkedIn um, and ask for somebody who's looking to mentor people. Because oftentimes what you'll find is that um, if somebody's had a lot of business success, I find a lot of entrepreneurs are very generous with wanting to give back their time because they know how hard it was um, starting a business and growing a business. Um, another really amazing resource for finding a mentor is not for profits or, um, like entrepreneurship groups and stuff like that. So there's one in Canada called the Forum for Women Entrepreneurs. It's based in British Columbia on the West Coast, um, but they do operate nationwide and they have a mentor program and you pay a fee. I think it's, 
and don't quote me on this, I think it's a couple hundred dollars for the full year and they match you with a mentor and you meet once a month, either in person or on phone or on Skype for an hour. And you can talk through kind of like what's going on in your business. What are your opportunities? What are your challenges? And they're not going to give you, they're not going to go into your business and run your numbers and stuff like that, but they're going to give you some food for thought. They're going to give you some questions that you should think about. They're going to prompt you to look into things. And I think this is a really great way to get an outside perspective in your business without potentially giving away equity or selling a part of your business. Um, and, you know, these people generally, it's like all about finding the right fit of mentors. So you want to find somebody ideally in a similar industry, somebody who you jive with on a personality level. Um, my previous mentor, she's, she was one of the co-founders of this label business called Mabel's Labels. And she's awesome. When I met her, I was like, I love her. She swears. She's got ripped jeans on. We're like totally <laughs> instant besties. Um, and she was a great mentor for me for almost three years. And now I have a different mentor, but you know, you kind of have to find what's right for you in that stage of your business. And that may change. So as you grow in your business or your business evolves and your channels evolve, you may want to switch to a different mentor. But I do think finding a mentor is a great place to start for anybody. I wish I had found a mentor sooner, quite honestly, because I think Julie was quite pivotal in pushing me to make decisions that I would have kind of circled the drain on a lot because I was scared or I felt like they were too big for me. So mentorship. Last thing I want to say about that is if you don't have any programs you can think of in your area to find a mentor, Google it. Go into Google, put find a mentor, business mentor, whatever you want to call it, into Google and see if you can drum up some results in your area. Now, you could also hire a coach if you need help in your business. So I do some what I would call quote unquote mentor coaching. It's actually paid coaching. So I usually think personally, I know there's a bit of a distinction for people sometimes, but I usually think of a coach as somebody who's paid. So they're generally a specific expert in an area, uh, whether it's like accountability or mindset or health and wellness. Um, and it's generally a paid relationship. So you can hire somebody who you can talk to either once a month or a couple of times a month. I do that myself uh, right now. I don't do a lot of it. I only do it currently, well, not even currently, I should say. Um, I used to do it a lot when I first moved full-time into my business. Um, but now all my coaching is kind of reserved for Marie Forleo's B-School program, um, where I'm kind of an online coach slash mentor, I guess. Um, but I do occasionally take on a few clients here and there if I have the time um, and stuff like that, and if it's a fit. But finding a coach is a great way to accelerate your business. I haven't done a ton of coaching. The only coaching I've done is really around mindsets. So I did work with somebody a really long time ago when I was still working full time. And I worked with a paid coach to kind of orient my head around quitting my job and some of the, you know, that self-talk that you have in your head about quitting your job. Um, that I'm sure if you have done that or if you're thinking about it, you probably also can relate to. Um, so I worked with a coach for that and it was a really successful experience. Now it's usually quite an investment because to me, a coach is like almost like a therapist. So you're going to be paying like an hourly rate, but the bonus is you're getting somebody quite often who has expertise in an area that you don't. So if I could hire a coach right now to tell me exactly how to scale an e-commerce business in, you know, direct to consumer, 
I would, if I could find that exact person who I know has a very similar business model, I would pay a lot of money because just think of the value that you would get from each of those hours. So I think it's about finding the right coach, finding the right investment. You can also do group coaching. So some coaches um, in the e-commerce space, I think do group coaching. So it's a little bit more affordable where you can kind of get into their group for, you know, um, four months or something like that. You pay a fee and you get group coaching. I actually just joined a group coaching program with Rachel Hulse, who's an author and I guess life coach, motivational speaker. Um, and I do her business and life coaching. It's once a month. It's online. They give you pre-work. They have a workbook for the thing. And then they give you homework, which I just got yesterday. Um, so I got lots to do. Um, but that's kind of a virtual coaching thing. So that would be even kind of farther removed because you're not interacting with the coach one-on-one, but it's more of a really large group thing. But it has been very valuable for me. So another way you can find help in your business when you're facing some challenges or an opportunity you're not sure about is forums. So when I talk about forums, I mean like online forums. So either discussion boards or Reddit or paid forums, like there's e-commerce fuel, which is a paid membership forum um, for entrepreneurs. I've been trying to get in there forever um, and I qualify, but apparently they're full. Uh, so <laughs> if anybody has an in there and is listening to this podcast, let me know um, because I'd really love to get in there. Um, or Facebook group. Facebook groups are amazing. I'm in the Shopify Entrepreneurs group and it is awesome. I think there's 20... I actually may be wrong, 30,000 people in there and you post a question. It has to be approved by the admin, but I've gotten so many resources from there. It's great to even go into that group and search. So for example, today I was trying to plan a promotion and we couldn't figure out how to plan this promotion within the constraints of Shopify's current discount codes. So I went in there and I started searching for keywords for what we wanted to do. We basically wanted to do a gift with purchase, but we wanted the person to be able to pick the size. So, um, and through just searching and using different keywords, I found this app, which I think is going to be really perfect. I tested it in our development store and I think it's going to work out. So that's just an example of kind of using a Facebook group as as a search if you don't want to even post in there. Alternatively, I've posted in there before and it's a little humbling because I don't want to, I'm maybe like you and I don't want to like look like I don't know what I'm doing. Um, but at every level in the business, like I mentioned before, we're all going to hit levels where we've never been before. And I've never been at this level of revenue in a business. And I don't know sometimes what I'm doing. And that's nothing to be ashamed about. I might as well just tell people and then maybe somebody can help me. So that's my attitude kind of around asking for help now. I used to be a little bit more shy about it. And I'd be like, oh, I don't want to tell people that there's an issue or maybe something going wrong or something I don't know about. And now I'm like, dang, I just wish I could find somebody to talk to about all this stuff. Um, so I try to be really transparent. If you follow me at Christy Sumer on Instagram, you'll see that I do quite a bit of honest talk about business and life on there. So if you're into that, give it a follow. Um, another resource I want to share with you for finding some assistance and help in figuring out what's going on in your business or helping you overcome something is looking at freelancers. And there's a number of places you can find a freelancer you can hire for this. Um, again, you could go into a Facebook group and find somebody. I've definitely found people through that, through friend of a friend or a connection of a connection who's just like really great at something. Um, I recently joined, uh, a female entrepreneurship group because I was doing, uh, we're doing a mail transition with our software provider at Encircled from MailChimp to Clavio. 
and I've never really used Clavio that much. So, and this girl hooked me up with this other girl who that's like basically all she does. And we're going to chat and see if there's something we can do to work together. So that's the example of finding just a random connection through Facebook. Um, alternatively, you can go onto sites like, I think it's called, well, I guess Fiverr is one of them. I wouldn't say Fiverr is probably the most quality one. Um, I think Lance.com is still out there or anyways, Google that and see what comes up. But there's one that I used to use all the time for photo editing and stuff like that, but they have all kinds of freelancers. Um, another one is, um, I think it's called Clarity and it's basically, you can hire somebody for like five minutes to answer a question. So it's like a coaching kind of hybrid model, but it's a freelancer who has expertise potentially in your area who you can hire for um, however much time you need. So you don't need to necessarily book an hour. You could book like 10 minutes or something like that. And I think that's pretty cool. Another place you can find some resources is by asking your network. So you can ask your friends, your family, you can tell them what's going on and see if they have any suggestions for anybody they know who may have been through the same thing or any resources. I know that sometimes can be a sore spot for people because oftentimes our family is not necessarily the most supportive of our business or we don't want to tell them that there may be an issue in the business because they might say, I told you so, or... Um, I thought it would be a failure. Like we have all these self-talk things about that. And I've definitely been there myself, but oftentimes, you know, you never know who your network's going to know. So you can ask on Facebook or on Instagram stories, if you want it to just disappear or Instagram feed or LinkedIn, if you want a more professional thing, but try to think about connections that you have maybe when you worked with people. So maybe back in your corporate job, you worked with, you know, for example, a market research agency and maybe you want to do some market research, but you couldn't hire that agency because they're too expensive. So maybe you'll find somebody, maybe ask them what they recommend and who maybe they know a freelancer who can work for you. So again, it's like reaching out for help and asking for help. People love helping other people. I mean, that is like my favorite thing about doing this podcast is the ability to impact entrepreneurs because I get oftentimes asked to go for coffee or for a call to pick my brain and I don't have like any free time to be honest. And I know that I've done that to myself, but the free time that I do have, like I want to like get my nails done or relax or like watch some TV or maybe go out on a date one day. So I really want to use my time for me when I do have it. Um, though I can totally relate to people who want help. Um, so definitely like liaise with all the contacts you have, anybody who you worked with in corporate or maybe still know. Um, and don't be afraid. You don't have to tell them everything. Like you don't have to say, oh my God, my business is hemorrhaging money. I need to speak to like a cash management specialist. You can be general and say like, I have this business where we want to, I want to talk to somebody with experience and, you know, financial management, you know, just share whatever you feel comfortable sharing. You definitely don't have to do overshare in the situation. Just Use your gut and set your own boundaries and be true to those. The other uh, avenue I want to suggest for asking for help and getting their perspective when you are facing some challenges is if you do have an investor, I definitely think you should involve them. Um, if you have more than one, uh, if you have a board, you should obviously be talking to them about that. But Oftentimes I find that people will hide stuff like this if there is a challenge or an issue in the business. And although that feels like I talked about in the cash flow, like a great strategy, ultimately they're going to find out what's going on anyway. So you might as well just be upfront and tell them what the challenges are so that they can help you brainstorm some solutions. 
And I also find that like when I'm really deep into a problem and I'm like way overthinking it, and I don't know if you guys can relate to this, but I find I can't even see the simplest solution. So I could be like just thinking, oh my God, this is, I get into like real devastation thinking sometimes. I'm like, oh my God, these t-shirts are ruined. We'll never be able to sell them. Like I don't, I get really like um, tunnel vision, what you would call it on some things. And I'm getting better at that, but it's our natural, we all have natural tendencies and I have a tendency to go to that zone, unfortunately. And all you need is really another perspective to pull you out of it and say like, here's some things to think about. Here's some resources. If you have an investor who invests in other companies, they may have some specific resources because let's be honest, I don't meet too many businesses where the people are like, oh, it's been smooth sailing since day one. And if they say that, I'm like, you are a hell of a liar because that is in no way true. So reach out to investors or partners or anybody who has an interest in the business. And you know, obviously you don't want to freak them out, but be clear about what you're asking for and what the the challenge is and what you need them for. Because they obviously have limited time, especially if they're investing in multiple companies. Okay. Another resource I want to mention about getting help in your business is actually your team. So if you have a team of employees, um, definitely use them as a resource. And your team doesn't need to know like they don't need to think that you know everything. I actually don't think that's a good thing. I think perhaps, I don't know, maybe we should ask my team. We'll do like a podcast where I interview them, but I hope I don't seem like that because I definitely don't know everything. Um, but I do think it's important to get your team's perspective even if they're not the most senior people in the company. So I think sometimes just telling somebody a problem makes you feel better because you shared it with somebody. Um, so you may just, and it also may prompt some discussion in your head. Like they may have some interesting points or perspectives from a different part of the business that you haven't thought about, or maybe they have ideas and you haven't even thought about it. So, you know, I've had definitely situations where, you know, we've had like maybe like some low sales and I've, you know, I was like, Oh, I'll just keep this to myself. I won't tell anybody. And then like when I started talking to my team about it, where like, you know, we were trying to like build our sales, you know, somebody would come up with like a great idea. They'd be like, Oh, I know we're trying to do this. So why don't we try this promotion? And like, yeah, so you got to open up that discussion. And I would say, again, it's to your comfort level at Encircled. We have a pretty open book policy, which is unusual for a private company, but we share all revenue, all traffic, all stats. I don't generally talk about profit unless it's like an annual thing, but we do talk about a lot of the numbers in the business because I want people to understand the impact of their decisions. And I'll probably do a whole episode with how I explained what profit and loss was to um, my team because I think it's quite quite entertaining and quite, I think it's quite useful. Um, but I'll do that in the future, but definitely reach out your team and use your discretion for who you speak to about things. Um, but oftentimes, you know, for example, if you're having trouble with your Instagram engagement, maybe somebody in a totally different area of the business will have some cool idea that you haven't even thought about because you're so heads down and what hashtag to use and who to tag and what location to add. Um, that you may not have thought of. So again, it's about having well-rounded perspectives and kind of breaking your convention of thinking when you're trying to problem solve, when you're trying to decide whether or not that opportunity is worth it. 
All right. And the last one I want to talk about before I wrap up, because this is getting to the 30 minute mark, which is where I like to keep all the episodes, is friends. I think friends, even if you have friends who are not entrepreneurs, are a really valuable resource for talking to about your business. And I didn't do this a lot initially. I would maybe share like some of the startup woes and stuff like that. But I've even found that talking to friends who don't have a business or maybe they have a business, but it's in a totally different area and it's like maybe not the same structure type of business. So for example, I have a friend who's a lawyer and she runs her own business and I've talked to her before about, um, you know, a challenge that I'm having in the business and she would say to me, like, I I was talking to her about like work-life balance and how like, I never feel like I have enough hours in the day. And she was asking me like what I'm spending my time on at work. And I just had like an endless list of things. And, and just having that conversation with her, she suggested some things that quite honestly, I would have never suggested myself. And a lot of it was very introspective. So like suggesting like, you know, is the best use of my time to do all this like transaction analysis on a daily basis to reconcile cash flow? Like, can I have somebody else do that? And what are the risks of doing that? And what are the the pros and the cons of doing that? Um, and what are the opportunities that could come from that? And if I can't have somebody internally, could I hire somebody externally? And she really helped me see it from a diverse perspective. And then I'll also say friends are really good at listening because they have most of your friends, and I hope this is true for all your friends, have your best interests at heart and they're there to support you. So even if you're having a challenge or maybe you've got a great opportunity, but you're not sure if it's great or if it's crappy, you know, run it by your friends and see what they say. And just telling somebody again comes down to feeling better because as a solo founder, if that's your jam like me, you're keeping so much stuff on yourself and you have the weight of the world on your back. And trust me, it does not get lighter as you get bigger. It actually gets heavier because the responsibility increases. And I'm not saying that to freak you out, but I'm saying that because I think it's important for you to understand that starting that practice of asking for help now is really integral to your development as a leader, as a CEO, as a boss. So the more you can share with people and feel like you're in a zone of comfort and obviously respect boundaries and set boundaries where appropriate, I think the better. And you just never know what connection is going to lead to something else. I mean, I've done podcast interviews where I maybe made a comment about something we were doing in the business and I'll say like, I wasn't so sure. And, you know, the interviewer would say, Hey, actually, I have a lot of experience in that area. And my friend actually runs an agency in that area and you just get connected. So I think there's a lot to be said about having a certain degree of transparency and openness and authenticity in your business because there's so many people out there in your network that you don't even know about that are probably A, having the same challenges or have had them, or B, have had the same opportunities and taken them or found trouble in them or whatever. But the more you open up, the more wealth of knowledge and the more connection will come from that. And that's pretty much the bravest thing I think you can do as an entrepreneur is to be real and share your honest truth. So those are my suggestions for finding help in your business when you feel like you don't know where to turn. And I hope you found it helpful. And if you did, jump on over to at Brave and Boss and find our latest post and give it a like because I'd love to see if this resonated with you. All right. Thanks, everybody. Talk to you soon. Bye. 
you for listening to Brave and Boss, the podcast. If you want to take your e-commerce brand to the next level, be sure to check out my website at christysumer.com, where you can find all the show notes, free resources, and blog posts and principles to help you grow your online store. You can also follow me at K-R-I-S-T-I-S-O-O-M-E-R on Instagram. Find your purpose, make it happen. I'll talk to you soon.